0: morning welcome to the Crystal Crawford show in Houston Texas in the Hilton Post Oaks hotel in the gallo- near the Galleria um, I you are the first person I've talked to today so you're getting my sexy semi sexy morning voice <laughs> uh, and for those of you that I haven't met before I'm Crystal Crawford hi Tracy hi guys um, Lori, Lil, um, so I'm, I'm here in Houston and I'm at an access consciousness class called, uh, clearing the issues that abuse has dominated your life with. Hi, Krista. And, um, I, I could not come up with a topic for this Monday because I'm in, we're on just because I couldn't. (laughs) Actually, that's one of the things I'm going to talk about. Um, So I was like, well, I'm just going to riff in and around this class and this topic, and hi, Leah. So if you guys have, I know this is a massive topic. Abuse is is massive, and it's massive for all of us in totally different ways and for totally different reasons. And so if you have any questions or if anything comes up as I'm talking, please feel free to put it in the chat. Um, And also private message me, because I'm about to um, ah, go in and around this topic in a way that will either set you free or really piss you off or completely surprise you. Um, and I'm not even totally sure what's gonna come out of my mouth. I'm just quite certain that one of those three is probably going to occur. Hi Yvonne, hi Ling thingy. Um, so we're, we're heading into day three. We've been in this class for two days this topic of abuse is not a new topic. Well, it's not a new topic on the whole, and it's not a do- it's, I mean, it's something that I've been looking at forever, for my whole life. Um, let me give you the because, and then I'm gonna talk about becauses, cause this has probably been one of my biggest epiphanies. There's, there's probably two that have been some of my biggest out of this class. So, I mean, if you guys follow any of my stuff, you know that, you know, growing up my life wasn't easy. My parents argued a lot, um, my dad, was there was sexual abuse between me and my dad and um, and when I was 13 I told my mom about the sexual abuse and then we got into the thank you Leah on point you know natural lighting is the best <laughs> video tip number 52 natural lighting is the best that's probably number one actually um so so abuse has been and and you know then after 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 my, I was 13 I had I had four younger siblings abuse became almost the thing about our family. It was like our defining element. It was like the thing that we, t- I don't know, talked about, went to therapy about, tried to recover from. It was like the central thing in our family. And post growing up or getting into my twenties and stuff like that, my mom started losing her marbles a little bit more, or that's what it seemed like to us. And there was things that occurred with her and my brothers, like where I, I believe she called the cops on my brothers one time without any proof to, um, to on the suspicion that they, that he was sexually abusing his kids or something crazy. Anyway, there was so much crazy around this topic and it's become one of those things or those Topics or those that stuff that occurs in your life where I don't I don't actually really think about it at all anymore In fact, sometimes I forget to talk about it. Sometimes I'll bring it up like a in the illustration of a point, but So when this class came up, it was just so much. Yes, there was just so much. Yes because of all the things so So for the, for the first day, I was really like um Sort of mauled by the information, you know. Like I was, I got, I got done with the first day, and I literally went back to my hotel room and just drank a glass of wine and watched Netflix. <laughs> but the second day, we got into this conversation about about um, a couple of things that really stood out to me, and one was that abuse is not personal. Now I may be doing a telecall on this to clear whatever comes up around this, because this is this is huge. Abuse is not personal. And as soon as that came out of Gary's mouth, it came out of a conversation that Gary and Dane were having about Dane's life. And if you guys know Dane here, like he was severely abused by on multiple levels, by multiple people from physical to sexual to verbal. Like there was a lot of abuse in his life. And I don't know, they were talking about something and Gary's like, but you guys, it's not personal. And he got really intense with it. And Gary only gets intense with something when he feels like we're not hearing, like when we're actually not getting it. And so it soaked into all of us in a really different way. And you could see the whole room's heads just kind of cocked to the side. It was like, what? Like, of course abuse is personal. Of course that means something. Of course I did something. I mean, you know, it, it just started breaking apart all these paradigms that all of us had about abuse. Of course it's personal. It's me there. Like I'm the one receiving it. I'm the one getting hurt. Like, of course it's personal. And so I really let that start to sink in and just like be di- be a different piece of information in my universe. And I was like, it's not personal. Gary's like, you just happen to be the one in the way of a mean person, an insane person, someone who's choosing to abuse you because they're choosing to abuse you in the same way that if there was a dog in front of that person, well, they probably wouldn't even kick the dog, most likely. Most likely. <laughs> right? But in the same way that some straight, you know, some random dog walks in front of a mean person and they kick the dog, is it personal to that dog, or did the dog just happen to be there and a mean person happened to be there in the same place and the dog got kicked by this mean person? So that was that was one of the first huge pieces, and I started looking at, I started. So what that did for me is I started looking at everywhere I'd made abuse personal. And and I have literally done this not just with sexual abuse and not just with my mom. I I, I took that lie. And this is one of the things we're looking at in access right now is all the lies that we buy that stick things in place. And, and, And how you know that there's a lie is that something can't change. Like you look at it from this direction or this direction or this direction, or you try to clear it or you try to go beyond it and it just doesn't change. So somewhere there's a lie present that's been bought or purchased or, you know, and so with this as a central lie that abuse is personal, um, you can imagine how that would flavor like the rest of your life. So, I mean, this showed up for me and you know, and my husband's behavior both, my husband's behavior was personal and my friends, when they changed and stopped liking me or moved on, that was personal and everything was personal. And I would try not to take it personally. Cause you know, we talk about, I mean, you hear that a lot. Don't take it personally, but it always felt personal. So when it was like, abuse isn't personal, I was like, oh my God. And what started happening in my world was I started looking at everywhere. I'd actually created all these underlying stories that I'd never been able to see before because I had I had this assumption and this conclusion that abuse was personal. Now, so, I'm going to bump over to this other topic and then see if I can tie them together. So, one of the 10 keys to total freedom is don't listen to, tell, or buy the story. I'm about to go through it. We have a 10 weeks to 10 keys class. We're on chapter eight, it's chapter nine. I have talked about don't listen to, tell, or buy the story in all my telecalls. If you have a session with me, you will hear me say, hey, listen, don't listen to, tell, or buy your own story around not being able to create money or can't do business or this is impossible or whatever. But I had never looked at it on what, what, what feels like such a deep level. And I started to see, like, where if abuse was personal, nobody could actually ever set me free from that. It became the untouchable story. Right? If you can't possibly, as a facilitator in my world, if you can't possibly understand what I went through, if you can't possibly understand what it was like for me, if you don't get it, you don't get it, it was about me and you're not me, so how could you ever? That then keeps everything underneath that from changing. You can't even, you can't even get to it cause you're protecting it and insulating it and wrapping it up with a, with a story but I didn't see that as a story that felt valid and real and like true. It was just true. Right. But that's the thing about these things that we buy so dynamically is they f- feel true. That we have other people validate that they're true. That's something, you know, this whole conversation about abuse is something you can get validated in, in books all over the world and by therapists all over the world. Like this is one of those areas of life where it's sort of irrefutable. Like if you were abused, there is, there is reason for, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, there's people are just going to kind of not touch you in that area. I remember actually when I was getting into my twenties and I was starting to have sex and my biggest reasons for not wanting to give a blow job i had been sexually abused and nobody could touch that. Like no guy actually ever went there again. They were like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I would never, they didn't want to be that guy. And Do fin- you know what changed that? I just chose to start liking it. I just chose something else. I just chose something else. Now, that's sort of a small, silly example. I mean, the world's not gonna be a different place if I don't ever get blowjobs, except maybe, you know, the guys that I'm with. But it became that untouchable story. So, So I started to just, it just started to unravel yesterday. I was like, okay, so if abuse isn't personal, then there's all this other stuff that's actually true that I've never looked at and never acknowledged. One of which is, if you went through abuse, you are stronger If you went through abuse and you didn't die and you didn't kill yourself you are stronger than you've ever acknowledged now i've heard gary say this before again i've heard all this before of course it comes together in a different way and you can hear it when you hear it gary gary said a couple of things and and it just was like so oh my god he's like the person that gets abused in the family the most is the strongest one because the abuser knows that if they can disempower that person that they can have power over anybody. And I looked at my family and I was like, yep, that was me. I was the oldest and I don't think that's the reason why I'm me. Right. And that was totally me. On top of that, my mom functioned from competition. So this is another topic that I've been, thank you, Sandy. <laughs> another thing I've been really looking at cause I've been going through the 10 keys to total freedom. Right? So there's this thing about no competition. Well, I'm realizing as I go through this chapter that I function from competition nonstop 24 7 like and then so I started unraveling that for me and I was like where did that start like how did I did I come into the world functioning from competition it's like no who did it belong to and it's like my mom wow she functioned from competition nonstop and she also functioned from competition with me well she just functioned from there and I was in the way (laughs) So here I come in this little being into her family and I'm psychic and I pick up on everything and I start getting oh I guess this is how we function in the world and so You know, so I start functioning from competition. So my mom and I are doing this competition thing for my dad and You know like one of the things Gary asked me that was so bizarre But so true was like who was getting more sex than the relationship you were their mom and I was like I was so the thing is, like, what's actually going on, what's actually going on underneath everything we've solidified as a story in our lives around this stuff is freeing to know. It, everything that's true is going to actually set you free. That's the thing about these 10 keys to total freedom. It's like everything that's actually true. Hi, Marianella. Hi, Sulin. Um... Has a lightness and a space to it, and it usually doesn't make sense with your brain and I'm noticing that the things that make sense with my brain are usually the things that aren't necessarily true because <laughs> everything's the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be, and everything's the opposite of what it appears to be so yeah, <laughs> totally <laughs> hi tamara so. So one of the things I'm inviting myself to from this class is, is to truly never listen to tell or buy my story. So, and and if you guys are wanting some support around this, Heather Nichols and I have a free Facebook group and it's in and around this, a whole year of using interesting point of view. I have this point of view, which is another tool that helps you sort of really change where you might be stuck in, in the story. Um, and if you're not sure like even from this conversation if you're really not sure if you're stuck in a story you can just ask the universe you can just go hey hey universe will you just show me everywhere that i'm still buying my own stories around abuse around my past around my exes around whatever just ask the universe to show you and it will um, where do i want to go with this so i'm personally way more interested in what's actually true than what I've bought as true. Now here's here's the rub of that, or here's the gift of that, and the challenge of that, is that I'm way more potent and powerful, and I have been from the beginning, than I've wanted to know. And, you know, for these people in my life that still choose what they choose, in the area of life, you know, that Rolls over me in some way where I'm still agreeing to be manipulated by it or under the at the effect of it I I have to be willing to either acknowledge that I just want to be at the effect of it Or I've got to be willing to step up be as great as I am as powerful as I am and outcreate them Now for example with my mother I don't know how this is gonna look, you know It's, it's this is one of those people where I've been resisting and reacting her to her points of view instead of actually stepping up and being me and outcreating her what is that? I'm not even sure what that means right now. That was something else that Gary Wedge knew with him. Like, he's like, you're not willing to outcreate her. And I was like, you're not willing to get even. I was like, well, how do, uh, oh, I'm still judging myself and trying to be nice. I'm still judging myself constantly to try to be this person that I thought I should be because of all the stuff that I picked up on when I was a kid or whatever that because is. that Again, by the way, that's the story. So what would it be like to be willing to be that? And that's one of the things I was talking to with Heather Nichols last night of like, the more that you, the more that you start looking at all this stuff and you start really acknowledging what's true and what's true is always going to give you a sense of space and expansion to it. It's always going to make you feel lighter. The more it's like, wow, I and the more I'm challenged to take up the greatness of who I really am. And what I've realized about these underlying stories around abuse, and it's personal. And my mom just hated me for some, I'm making that up, but like, I don't even have words for the it's personal stuff. Actually, I look at it. I'm like, well, I don't even have words for any of that, but just the energy of it's personal, the energy of there was something just wrong with me or the energy of, I don't know what it was, but there was something holding that in place is that it kept me from looking at and asking what, Am I actually what? Who am I? Who am I actually? What am I actually capable of? What choices do I have available to me? And it also kept me from actually really having to face and create me, because if you're holding on to the past and the stories of the past and trying to fix the problems of the past from that point of view, then um, you never have to really create you. And I think this is one of the most challenging things about access consciousness for most people is this whole concept of you you get to create you. You get to choose you and create you. Now, what's our big problem with that? Well, all kinds of things like it's undefined there's no reference points for that what does that mean it's different all the time it means we have to choose in every 10 seconds it means we have to be fully present with ourselves in our awareness it means we have to know we have awareness it's 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 really one of those things where we have to be willing to take 100 percent responsibility for my own life so confronting not the easiest fucking choice in every 10 seconds right simple but not necessarily easy and I got, I was like, oh, I've been really avoiding a lot of things. I've been ignoring and avoiding a lot of things. I've been ignoring having to choose something different with my mother to outcreate her instead of just tolerate her, you know? I've been choosing avoiding certain energies. I've been choosing avoiding looking at a lot of things. And I don't even, I'm not saying this as a wrongness. I'm like, wow. Yeah, where do we make beliefs more real than possibility? right and where do we buy the lies here's the thing this is the thing that i would invite you to run if you if this is a big topic for you and i would invite you to use this clearing on anything but you can use whose lies and what lies am i using to create abuse as more real than possibility am i choosing and everything that is right wrong good bad pop online shorts boys events. and you may want to look at what are you really committed to this is another question that's been really really assisting me lately like what am i really committed to am i am i committed to total awareness as one example no okay what am i really committed to in this moment um committed to being right i'm committed to uh my story i'm committed to not being as great as i am because some of these things some of these topics are these kind of micro moments with other people or with my mom or in my life micro moments where in that one moment I could fall back and disappear and withdraw, or I could step into things that I've never stepped into yet that I just am, that I don't know how they're going to show up. And so in these, in these micro moments of choice that we many, many times choose to step back instead of step forward. And I've done a lot of stepping forward in my journey. And I get that some of these things are really, really deeply ingrained that I can't, I shouldn't, I'm not, and all of those little things, I can't, I shouldn't, I'm not going to, are the micro stories that keep us from actually being the greatness that we truly are. So what am I more committed to? Am I more committed to holding in place my past and my story about my past and trying to fix it as though it were a problem without asking a question of what's what is this? What can I do with it? How can I change it? Can I change it? And if so, how can I change it? Or am I really committed to having all of me? So if what's really true, here's what, here's, here's kind of what I'm coming away with, with my childhood. It's like, what's true is that my mom was herself. (laughs) My dad was himself. I chose that family. I also got in the way of their tendencies to kick me in different ways abuse me in different ways because that's what they were choosing and that created a lot in me until the day when i was done that was enough this was not going to occur anymore and i remember in my teens many 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 moments actually where you know i stopped my dad that's enough there i stopped my mom don't do that anymore i stopped her again don't do that anymore And all of a sudden it wasn't okay anymore that this just keep occurring. It wasn't okay that I could just tolerate it anymore. Now it needed to change. And that's the energy that I'm bringing with me into like the rest of my life from this class of like, this needs to change. This not being willing to be as great as I am, this, this shrinking back and buying that I'm afraid or buying that I can't or buying that buying anything other than being interesting point of view and asking myself, what would I like to create here is like, it's done. And there is nothing that's greater than me. There is nothing that's greater than you. There's nothing that you've been through. There's nothing that you went through. That's greater than you. In fact, In fact, the fact that you've been through what you've been through and you're still here means so many great things about you. And that's the gift of abuse. (laughs) Like it exposes who you truly be and it invites you to being what you truly be over and over and over and over. And in this reality, abuse is one of those things that is inarguable. And if you're willing to have a different point of view, if you're willing to actually invite in some different questions into your world around this topic, you will become a walking, talking, different possibility. Because you have to use a lot of judgment and a lot of separation and a lot of projection to keep the stories the victim story in place the survivor story in place you have to use a lot of energy to keep that in place all of that energy could be available to you to be creating you and some of you are doing this already and i'm so grateful to know all of you i'm so grateful and and i really just wanted to have the conversation anyway because it's sort of a like a totally different angle take on this thing that i i sort of walk around in the world being anyway i'm like get out of your own way do it wrong do it badly do it anyway i sort of flip that stuff around but when it comes down to the like the heart of me there has still been these places that tremble like they're to tremble before i choose and i'm inviting both of us to being with that trembling and just Choosing anyway, choosing into it, you know, finding out what's on the other side of what I've let stop me because I've told myself a story that I'm afraid that this is hard, that I can't. And they're not usually worded stories, you guys, they're energetic. But what if, what if that's not true? And what if everything, what if you're capable of so much? You are, you're stronger than you think. You're stronger than you wanna know. And I don't mean strong like you endured. I mean, fuck, look at you. You're here, you're choosing and going after consciousness. You are seeking with all your might. You are here, now, So, who's and what lies? Am I using to not get the gift of abuse? Am I choosing and everything that is times the Godzilla and we destroy it and create it all, right, wrong, good, bad, Papa, calling pop, pop, insurance, poison and beyonds? So and if if you're new to that statement, just go to theclearingstatement.com and you'll get tons of information. What would our lives? What would you be capable of choosing and creating if? you're more committed to choosing and creating than you were trying to fix you. That's one of the biggest lies is that you're broken. You're going to have to just keep asking that, Catherine. What is out creating for me? Universe, show me. That's not something I can answer for you at all. And that's the thing is like when you guys don't have a sense of something, you got to just ask for it. you got to ask the universe to show you. Show me this, show me that, show me this. What is that? Get curious. Just ask, 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 ask. Ask, what is this for me? Um, if I weren't ever, like, if you didn't ever have to stop or pull back or think about things or worry about if people were judging you, what would you be capable of? And um, And what is... Strength actually that you may have misidentified and misapplied that if you didn't misidentify it and misapply it Would energize you beyond Anything you can imagine Because anything that makes you feel heavy or tired is a lie So you got to start to look at all this stuff and ask what is it really because if it makes you heavy and feel tired Then it's not a problem. It's just a lie. It's a lie that you bought somewhere aligned and agreed with or resisted and reacted to that's holding it in place. So start to wonder what is this for me actually that I'm not looking at that I've never asked about. And if I didn't have to, if I was, if that's, and, and I guess I just want to wrap up with this, like this whole thing about abuse being the problem you have to fix. Like once you've been through stuff, then you have to heal it. It sounds so good and it sounds so nice. And I know a lot of people that go on these healing journeys and I'm not saying there's not, your body's not going to cry or, you know, you're not going to change a lot cause you will, all of that's present. But the, but the lie is that you're broken. The lie is that you, you know, and your body endured a lot. And there's a lot of stuff that's probably locked in there and you might need to like get some body work, a lot of it and a lot of bars but you're not broken and you don't have to fix you. The thing you have to look for is what are the lies that I bought here and what's really true? What's really true that I haven't ever looked at or acknowledged. And the truth is always going to make you feel lighter. It's always going to expand your world. So abuse is not personal. It's not about you. It's about them and You are greater than you want to know. And more powerful than you want to know. And more capable than you want to know. And so what if you were willing to know all of that? What would be possible? What could you choose? I have a feeling there's a lot more in there, but that's all I got right now. So I'm gonna end scene and head back into class. And if you guys got anything out of this, I'd love it if you would share it. And I will see you next week.